looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Mary, I don't know. She Mary said yes. Say yes. Can you <laughs> believe that yes. she put out like Marry Me the movie in the same year that she just ended up actually getting married? That's crazy to me. I'm still into the, uh, was it a Patreon VIP hypothesis that this was all planned pre-pandemic that she was going to announce her marriage to Ben Affleck as part of the promo for this movie and everything sort of got ruined? Which actually... It's not the craziest idea. It's... It is... Well... I just feel like this. They these two went through a lot of trouble for this to be a PR stunt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like if they had reunited the timing briefly is just so weird. after a Rod and like had a fling or was spotted together or whatever, then I would have said, you know, looking back on that fling, that seems like it could have been, you know, a little bit mm-hmm. of a publicity stunt, having to do with marry me, having to do with like her kind of looking like a like a fool for dating that asshole a Rod. But mm-hmm. like they went through with it, and they did. I mean, this is so themy, but like, if they just get eloped and don't have like a big marriage, big wedding, or a big like party, that's like classy. Don't you think? I think so. They're already married, and we found it on her newsletter. That's class. <laughs> she sent it in a newsletter just to us on, on the J Lo. I know. Is it who are themy to send news of your marriage in a in a newsletter? I feel like it's. I think it's- you're taking, over means of, like, you're taking over means over of production. Means of production. Yes. Yeah, you're like post, you're post paparazzi. You're like, you're post, you know, you're, I'm the papa. You know, when she sends those janky videos of her, of Ben Affleck in a bathroom, it's like, beat this. <laughs> that he edited, that his, that her videography edited. Beat this, she, Vogue. I'm Vogue. She, she also doesn't have to deal with People Magazine, like sending out statements. Everything is just, I have an email list. Why don't I use it? You know, it's very themy. It's extremely And she knows it'll be picked up. So it's like, it just, it's so funny how this is what we spoke about when it came to like Instagram subbing in for giving interviews to the tabloids. But now, but J-Lo even took it a step further. And it's like, it's a newsletter, babes. It's like, you thought newsletters were on the way out? You thought newsletters were dying? No, they're still alive and well. I did, I did. All of these relationships still have to exist though, right? Because like these tabloids are republishing photos that i saw in her newsletter so there must be some sort of agreement where it's like do we have permission to do this because i don't think they would do this unless they still had a relationship they don't care if they have permission they're not asking permission on the j-lo it's just crazy that all these are credited to on the j-lo and her and her makeup free selfie in her instagram grid makeup free morning selfies don't count if it's jennifer lopez (laughs) please don't say makeup free selfie on this podcast (laughs) it's i know i'm disgusted too i'm disgusted by that term Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh sure didn't you see the headlines j-lo shares her makeup free morning selfie all over the place i didn't see i just read her letter and i moved on i said i don't need to read anything else about this i know though i know everything i need to know okay my question though this is extremely themy it's jennifer lopez marrying ben affleck she is changing her name legally to Jennifer Affleck. This is something that there's an old clip of her from 20 years ago talking about how she's going to change it to Jennifer Affleck with like ABC News or something. Want to hear, Pat? I want to know, a week after you're married, what will your name be? Jennifer Lopez, but my name will be Jennifer Affleck, obviously. So what will your stationery say? Jennifer Affleck. Okay, cool. Yeah. J-A. 
Jaff. 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 Doesn't have the, quite the same <laughs> ring to it. <laughs> so this was always in the card. She was always going to change it to Jennifer Affleck. I can't see her changing it professionally. But is Jennifer Affleck a who or a them? Jennifer Affleck is a who. Jennifer Affleck is a who, yeah. Even though she's the second Jennifer Affleck to exist, there's already been a Jennifer Affleck, and it was Jennifer Garner, who also married this guy for 13 years and was Jennifer Affleck. Do you think she's, like, done It is funny that none of the women that he's married will take his name, like, publicly, because they're all, like, famous (laughs) women with their own names. (laughs) I just sort of wonder, like, is Jennifer Garner's... Jennifer Garner as emotional support system for Ben Affleck. Is that still going to exist? Or do you think Jennifer Lopez will take all of that burden? Yes, they share children. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they, 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 they have DNA-related children to each other. They're family for life. And I think she'll have to put up with him forever. And also J-Lo now. <laughs> and this was my wedding-changing area. Let's move on to some hooey stuff. That was too vemmy. That was extremely vemmy. This is extremely hooey. This is is painful, but I feel like we owe it to the audience to give some sort of recap of the honestly earth-shattering Daily Beast reporting with the headline, Inside the Broadway Blow-Up Over Leah Michelle Replacing Beanie Feldstein in Funny Girl. It came out after our last episode, not long after the funny girl announcement that Beanie Feldstein was going to be replaced by Leah and Michelle officially. And I it's gotta so say, I thought this robust. was a big story, but then I tried to bring it up this weekend with like normal people and no one had any clue <laughs> what I was talking about. So I'm just like, I feel a little bit like we're, we're in a bubble here of this, of caring about this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I had a very similar situation. I was, I saw some friends this weekend and I was talking to my friend's husband who is my friend but he was like he's less familiar with my job who is, who than, is my friend than she is <laughs> but he was like so who do you talk about on the podcast and I was like oh celebrities or something and he named someone and I was like no no she's too famous and he looked at me and goes like cocks his head like a dog and goes too famous and I was like yeah we only talk about people who are less famous than that and he was like oh and the conversation instantly ended it was over no more no more questions no more follow-ups and I was relieved I was like it doesn't matter let's not do this (laughs) too famous (laughs) too famous anyway this is such lengthy and like robust and heavily sourced reporting that I wonder how long it took them to write it because like They have so much inside information that they must have been told, we're going to reveal that it's Leah on this date so you can publish here. This didn't just like get written after the Leah Michelle announcement. This has been in the works for a long time. It's clear. This article was fun, but it's got one source and he talks a lot. And I think that's kind of like what we're, it's one, so it's one guy who like feels really bad and like gives all the, all the best quotes, all the juicy quotes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Should we explain what happened after all of this sort of came to a head after the bad reviews were published and after the bad reviews were published, this source was like, I knew in that moment that we had to fire Beanie, but everyone thought that I was an asshole for saying that. So we just like tried to make Beanie feel better. And we tried to shift the advertising to be about how much fun Beanie is having. And then after they decided after the Tony Awards that Leah Michelle should be the new whoever, I already forgot her name, Fanny Bryce, that leaked and Gawker published it, and Beanie saw the Gawker story, and everything was. It's so wild that it goes fix. back to Gawker. To Gawker, Gawker posting Gawker's the power that new Gawker has. I know. So I'm when impressed. Beanie saw that, she was like, "You will not speak to me anymore." To the show's producer, she said, "You will only speak to my reps." And they said that was very well. They strange said you fucked Beanie. me over. She yeah. said, "I can't trust you anymore." I thought we were gonna do this like with respect to me, and like you disrespected me. You let this get out. Repeatedly were disrespecting Beanie Feldstein after the bad reviews to the point where she was like, I'm out. Not only am I out, I'm out early. I don't blame Mm -hmm. her. This is really, it makes her, it makes her seem like the kind of victim here of like all this and like the producers all like feel bad for like what quote unquote happened. But we have to recover the money. We have to make some money off this. Do you know what I mean? We have to get this show back on track. And it looks like I they're mean, going to. They're like, the TBD. moment Leah Michelle was announced, did you see the prices that, spiked. Did you see that? Well, I mean, they're always going to, they're all, they're all, they're going to spike at first, of course. Let's see if she has like any longevity. Do you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Did you see Beanie? Then literally a few days later, Beanie got like oh. laryngitis or something. Whatever. She mm-hmm. got some throat issue. 
and had oh. to post a video and like had to kind of like jokingly address all of this but then also be like i'm really sorry like i can't perform because i have really contagious laryngitis or whatever hey everybody i'm just uh just checking in what have i missed um what's what's been going on i'll start um i just got back from the ears nose and throat doctor who told me that i have tonsillitis which is extremely contagious and she cannot allow me to go back on the stage through the weekend um until i have enough antibiotics in my system to not be contagious anymore i the last thing i would want on this earth is to get the people that i love um sick and i i just am not allowed to go on stage through the weekend i'm cannot wait to do my last two weeks and you just you gotta laugh at a certain point um when it rains it pours on your old pal bean yeah it was just that like video him. was that video was one of the hardest things i've watched in a long time that was tough. I'm like interested in seeing how this all, how this narrative changes once Leah is actually on stage. Once we have like her, once we have the crowd reactions, once we have the reviews, like, will this be tainted by the way that Feldstein was treated? I mean, will or is the she show get insulated? better somehow or will it just be like people want to see Leah Michelle? Like, I just think that already the show is like not incredible that end. So I just wonder what Leah Michelle is just... going to do to change that. Well, I wonder if Leah Michelle will still get the villain edit here because this Daily Beast, among many other things that it does, it points out the villains and the villains are the producers. It's very clear that like, according to this story and according to this one source, Leah Michelle is not the problem here. She did sort of shadily say, hey, I can do this as we suspected. And it almost feels like people are painting her as like vindicated by like people who don't like cancel culture or something, which is a little bit even weirder. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. she's back, you know. We we never mentioned because it came it came after, but after Leah Michelle was announced as the new Fanny Bryce, Samantha Ware went on Twitter, yeah, and gave the girl her who two Leah cents. told her, "I will shit in your wig if you don't." Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> no, one. yes, exactly. I will shit in your wig. She said to this girl when they're both young and young on Glee. actors and actresses on Glee. Samantha went on Twitter and released one tweet, one little statement, and it's, yes, I'm online today. You can imagine how much, like, back-channeling and DMs from strangers and friends that are like, are you watching? Are you watching? Are you watching? Probably more annoying than What Beanie else. went through? Yeah. <laughs> right. She says, yes, I'm online today. Yes, I see y'all. Yes, I care. Yes, I'm affected. Yes, I'm human. Yes, I'm black. Yes, I was abused. Yes, my dreams were tainted. Yes, Broadway upholds whiteness. Yes, Hollywood does the same. Yes, silence is complicity. Yes, I'm loud. Yes, I'd do it again. And it's sort of like, I mean, that's all she said. And that's all there is to say, you know? The weirdest thing about this was that there were plenty of rumors that like Jane Lynch and Leah Michelle were feuding. But then... We got this weird statement from Jane Lynch where she goes, we're great friends. What did she say? We've been in touch about it. You know, it was just a really strong idea to have Feldsha and Leah premiere together. That's the only reason we want to pre premiere together. I adore her. She's just going to take this show and make it her own. I'm so glad she's getting the opportunity in real life to do the show and not just on Glee. It's like, wait, record scratch. All I've been hearing is that Jane Lynch left because of Leah Michelle, but apparently that has nothing to do with it. Uh, maybe the t maybe they're saying that, but maybe uh, the come statement on. is just to be polite. Come on. It's just like oh, it's so it's not just polite; it's like overly polite. I think that if she just wanted to be like, I'm I'm proud of I'm proud of Leah, she could have said this more succinctly than "I adore her" is crazy for someone to say if you actually hate someone. I don't think it's a matter you know? of hating. I think it's a matter of not wanting to work with somebody again. I don't think she feels either way. Aside from I already worked with this woman, I don't need to do a Glee reunion on Broadway. I am a I am a accomplished Broadway actress like I don't need I don't need a gimmick like we don't need to sell this show with me of us being together again it's almost like we don't need to be the Chicago starring Erica Jane we are literally Broadway actresses do you know what I mean there's mm -hmm. no we don't need a gimmick I am going to create an environment that is so toxic moving on to something a little bit funnier <laughs> and not funny girl moving on to a funny boy a funny boy Eric Decker who is Jesse James Decker's husband, who used to play football or baseball or basketball, football, NFL. 
and at BFS Football. Eric Decker on his Instagram posted a photo that was a selfie of his son, his young child son, four-year-old son, front-facing camera, son smiling in the background, Eric Decker in the shower, butt out, like washing his face, like naked daddy. There was on Instagram, there were a few photos posted from him of just the kid doing a selfie, like not with the butt, like like he, like his kid had gotten his phone and was like doing selfies, posting selfies on Instagram. And one of them has in the background his dad's tush in the shower, which I have to say for a photo that is supposed to be accidental is a very um, cleverly concealed butt. Exactly. Like it's, it's like no crack. Eric Decker is who again? Married to Jesse James. Jesse Decker. James Decker, who's a country star, and he and used he's to play a football, football player. And they're like yes. always in tabloids, always for like yes. reasons that are actually really confusing. And they had reality. They had a reality show on E. I think. Yeah, I never maybe watched that's this show. Why they're always they were, in tabloids? They turned into reality stars, like a reality couple. Like as a after family, their they're very, careers. they're very interested in being like a family, famous, whatever. So the kid got the phone. Former NFL star Eric Decker claims his son posted naked images of him in the shower, even though his country music star wife Jesse James Decker can partially be seen in frame. Wait, well, that's she- the second part because after this happened, they deleted I love that this the is photos. A conspiracy theory. Well, they deleted the photos and then they share like the texts between you know jesse and eric and i think like their nanny or someone being like oh no i can't i can't stop laughing jesse i can't believe he did it uh and eric posted on his instagram stories time to change the code so much for letting forrest the son watch his avengers videos during my shower drunky face emoji and it's sort it of like, like a look funny at this funny photo. accident it is it's a funny, a funny photo. photo at first before you're like oh these two are like media whores like there's no way they would just like post this they're not just media whores. Eric Decker and Jesse James Decker love posting photos of Eric naked. Eric loves showing off his bod, which is, to- this is no shade. Great bod, love showing off his tush, love showing off his ass. They do it all the time. So it's like, it's not weird that his ass is out there and that he would be comfortable. But here, right here, the Daily Mail headline that you read, even though his country music star wife, Jesse James Decker, can be partially seen in frame, is the thing. Because in the corner of the image, you can see hair. You can see blonde hair that's definitely from someone. If it's not Jesse James Decker, it's someone in the room with this kid taking these selfies. I can't believe we're not the only ones here. I see the hair. I can't believe we're not the only ones here, like, c- conspiracy theor- theorizing about a selfie a child took with his, like, dad's tush in the, sh- in the background. Do you know what I mean? Like, this, w- think about what people must think of you as, like, a like a semi-famous couple online that this is immediately what people are going to being like, um, I don't believe this for one second. Timmy texted the story to us. Like I woke up and he texted it to us and I was immediately like stunt, stunt, stunt. And then because this is who these people are. And it wasn't even until like the third or fourth time I looked at this photo of the tush, the third or fourth time that I noticed the, the hair in the corner. And I was like, that's proof. That is the proof. He's not alone in that bathroom. He's not alone in my house, you know? I'm alone in my house, <laughs> yeah. taking pics of my dad. Also, I feel like if this would be happening more, that kids would be taking and then posting selfies on Instagram. Kids don't care about Instagram at that age. Like, no. he's like, what, six years old, five years Four. old or something? Right, okay, so he knows how to open a video, watch a video. Think about what kids know mm-hmm. how to do on the phone. I understand that like kids know how to do a lot on the phone. They know how to take mm-hmm. pictures. They know how to open the video app, press play, et cetera. But like going to Instagram and posting really is not, kids don't really know how to do that. Especially on the grid. That's not part of their like trajectory, like in their lives using your phone. Yeah. I mean, parents, you know, tell me I'm wrong, but I really don't think so. We'd see more of that because kids always have their parents' phones. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard like stories of like, oh, my kid loves taking the phone and like taking photos. Like if you're looking through like someone's phone's, Someone's phone who has a kid, they're like, oh, these are the ones that my kid... Like, I hear about that a lot. I never hear about accidental posting. Right. You see so much more of that. Okay. Interesting. And it just it just doesn't make sense that this guy's, like, posted, like, the same type of nude before. He's like, I love when you see my tush, you know? He loves a, a nude profile. Anything. A right. tush profile. You're he right. Loves, he doesn't he show crack. He loves his side tush. He's not showing crack. Yeah. He's very proud of his side tush. He's very proud of his profile. And he's very proud of his tush in this photo. He's hot. We shouldn't, people bought this hook, line, and sinker, and it's so obvious, even without the hair in the corner. 
even without the, the hair in the corner is telling. Like, whose hair is that? Because even if it's not Jesse James Decker, it means that someone else is there. What is there? Yeah. Like, just someone's wig is hanging from the ceiling? No, that's a human person's is it like, hair. Could it be like a towel? No, <laughs> that's a dirty towel. <laughs> could it be like um, a hairbrush? I, I mean, if it wasn't these two, I would be like, we're being a little conspiracy theorist for this. But like, I don't know. These two. These two. They love attention. They, they love, love attention. Jesse James Decker posts naked snap of husband Eric to celebrate his birthday and gushes over his muscles. My man is 35 and aging. He's 35 and aging like fine wine. He's 35. Oh. I don't think you get enough credit. Do you know why? Why? Because you are so gorgeous. <laughs> Your muscles are the biggest I've ever seen them. You've been really putting in the work. And I feel like that... It shows, and it shows in your physique and your incredible legs and arms and your amazing body. <laughs> just want to do this right now? Like have sexual intercourse? I mean, you're just talking me up, kind of. Okay. Cameras are on? <laughs> Baby cameras? Yeah. If we hear a cry, we'll just turn the monitor off. <laughs> right. Moving on, Chrom um, the Chromatica tour has started in Germany, but more importantly, more importantly, Lil Pump uh, is back, and his list of tour cities went viral <laughs> on Twitter because it is genuinely so funny. Shout out to Luke is amazing for posting. I almost think Lil Pump knows that it's hilarious that he goes from uh, Mongolia to Tallahassee, you know? <laughs> Imagine I mean, being in popular order. in Mongolia and Tallahassee. Well, some of them are normal. You have Poland, Spain, Saudi Arabia, Romania, Slovenia. Like, okay. Mongolia, incredible. Japan, Indonesia, Taiwan. Tampa, Tallahassee. That's Those are two. Then Brazil and Buenos Aires. If Tampa and Tallahassee were taken out of this list, I wouldn't bat an eye at it. Right. It's like, oh, he's going around the world. Like, America has nothing to do with this. We need to stop, like, centering America in, in these conversations. But then, like, he goes from Taipei, Taiwan to Tampa, then to Tallahassee, then he goes to Brazil. I mean, <laughs> just like, Tampa's a really special place, you know? Tampa and I've Tallahassee are very special places. And it just shows, you know, if you don't understand why he would go from Mongolia, Slovenia, Romania to ta Tallahassee and Tampa, you just don't understand Tallahassee and Tampa. Sometimes, I guess I don't. Sometimes the, the biggest break in between shows is from Slovenia to Mongolia. And I'm sort of like, is that a travel thing? I guess I just like know. You think he's doing a pit stop? A he's going to stay there for a month in Slovenia? Yeah, maybe he's staying in Slovenia. Or he's getting or to Mongolia, Mongolia earlier and he's like, I really want to chill in some Mongolia. Because he doesn't stay in Tokyo long. Like he Who goes from Tokyo Lil, who's seeing to Lil Pump Indonesia. In Mongolia? Who is seeing Lil Pump in Mongolia? I got to know. I got to know. I mean. Now that we've done a tour with like a legit tour company that helped Mongolia, us tour it. Lil Pump's Mongolia is like us in Phoenix. Like the tickets but don't we... sell and we had to cancel and go anyways. <laughs> and sit in a casino hotel for like 48 hours, 36 to, hours. We literally were forced to go to Phoenix because we were routed through there and our show was canceled because no one bought it. It would have been more expensive for us to not go to Phoenix and then just go to whatever it was, Dallas next we saved money Remember by when staying you in made, Phoenix. You, I went to go to the hot tub, but you like wouldn't mm -hmm. come. And then I just like had to be there by myself talking to strangers. And then you like saw me out the window from the hotel room, like in the in the hot tub, just like alone. <laughs> well, at one point, I know I was editing for part of it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, maybe but, I just maybe I just left you early because you were. But, but I was like, you. I was like, don't wait for me. I'm not going to want to go to the Phoenix hot tub. <laughs> it was really nice. It was, like, I look out the window and you're Phoenix. just like holding a book. Observing. I literally was just reading and like talking to <laughs> random people like, how are you in Phoenix? Why are you in Phoenix? Uh, I don't know. Why are you in Phoenix? Oh, yeah. And there was like nowhere close enough to where we were staying to even go do anything. So we were just like, fuck it. I got to say play some slots. If I were using, I would use the little pump tour as a way to see the world because this is like kind of a fun world tour. Like you would, like if you were on tour with him, you would yeah, follow never him been around. To, I've never been to saying. most of these places. Like, of course. Would like, you, but you would have to include Tampa and Tallahassee. You would have to. I know. I know. That's the sort of, that's the rub. You would have to. When, when these tour agencies are planning these tours, they don't pull these cities out of thin air. Like they're using some sort of data to plan where they think tickets are going to sell. It's just sort of like... I don't think about Little Pump, and maybe the reason I don't think about Little Pump is because he's bigger in other places, you know? Totally. Like, his his American audience is clearly not strong enough to support a tour. The most about modern-day culture and, and pop culture is finding out that Little Pump is huge in Mongolia or something <laughs> like that. 
I don't know that to be the case, but that's like a really good example of being like, oh, in the Philippines, everyone still uses Friendster, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. in, you know, th- that type of these pockets of pop culture that still exist. Oh, Rick, mm-hmm. Rick Astley is, is the number one pop singer in, you, you know. David Hasselhoff's huge in Germany, whatever. Well, you know, that's the, the classic, classic one, the right? Classic. But now we have, it's funny because that was the classic or Jerry Lee Lewis is big in France. Like we used to, right? Jerry Lee Lewis? Jerry Lewis? Just one Jerry Lewis. Lewis. Not Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> whatever that is. But like now we have like a million versions of that. Oh, Bad Baby is, Botswana loves Bad Baby. That's not true, but I just made it up. But like it could <laughs> be true. It could be true. This is so much, tra- this is just like so much traveling. And these are far distances. This is like what his job is. And have a nice tour, little pump. What's the last time we heard from him? Because this is this is called know. the I'm Back Tour. But it's just like. I cannot name a little pump song. And honestly, I don't even know if he's like not problematic. So I I can't. I don't even. I just am seeing this photo. I'm like, this guy? Okay. <laughs> Do you know what his real name is? No. Given name? Robert. Gazzy Garcia. Oh, that's your name? <laughs> it's Gazzy <laughs> Garcia? Gazzy Garcia. Oh. Big head on Gucci gang, 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 Gucci gang. Spread their rats on new chain. My bitch love do cocaine. Ooh, I fuck a bitch, I forgot name. Okay, who's Jeremy Allen White? He looks so familiar. Why is that? He's the star of the show that everybody's talking about. It's like the show everyone's talking about is the bear. You know, for like one month, that's like a thing. I will say, if you get one month of being talked about, that's a big. That's big, it's huge. you know, and then Netflix tries to demolish you by putting up 5,000 more billboards. You know, they're like, we will, we will not be spoken about <laughs> more than us, more than Stranger Things season more four. <laughs> Who is Jeremy Allen White? Shameless fans already knew him. That's the thing. He was on Shameless for 10 years. He was lip on Shameless. I watched Shameless. He like became an adult on Shameless. I will say what's funny about the show Shameless is you kind of have to be shameless to say you watched it. I just thought of that. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, good. I have no shame. I watched Shameless. It was just on for so long and it got so bad. It became kind of a parody of itself. And it's and it was a remake of an of an English show, right? Of a James McAvoy show that he okay. started with his ex-wife or current right. wife. Okay. William H. Macy was like the main star. Emmy Rossum was like desperate to leave the show at a certain point and like yeah. kind of had to find her way out. And like all of the other actors were pretty good and then kind of got stuck on this show because also the show was really popular. And now he's finally free of that show and he's starring in this new show called the bear on fx which is written by the guy who did eighth grade he like produced it yeah he's part of that oh he also he also directed an an executive produced uh rami rami another fx hulu a hulu fx connection okay great exactly and he and i feel like what's really funny is like he's been slow a, a simmer of a hunk like he does have a little fandom but now it's like almost like everyone else is getting a peek in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that he's kind of like, guy. oh, no. You know what I mean? In a in a weird way. He's like, oh, this, you know? Yeah. I was seeing this this interview with him where he's like, seems to be genuinely sort of like grossed out by the fact that people <laughs> are standing him right now. You know, I mean, I'm sure it's a compliment and he's right. being a little more humble than he like is. He said, but still. I'm a little older now. My life's a little bit fuller, but certainly as a younger man and a younger actor, my identity was incredibly wrapped up in acting and my performance and my success as an actor. And that's a really scary place to be in when you're so wrapped up in one thing as a person. So he's like married and has kids too, mm-hmm. two young kids. And his wife is an actress as well. Addison Timlin. Addison Timlin's one of Addison Timlin's best friends is Dakota Johnson, and Dakota Johnson is the godmother of one of their child or both of their children. So it oh my all god, both goes of their children. Fucking Dakota Johnson. Think about that. I think Timmy wrote this in here. Cannot figure out how they know each other because she doesn't appear to be like nepotism, but she does appear to be like hanging out an with LA girly. She literally is hanging out with like Zoe so and Dakota like back in 2008 or something. It must be they like went to. They went to middle school or high school together and they never lost touch. Like, that has to be school friends, right? Right. I mean, she ended up being an actress, but you don't have to be nepotism to, like, attend school with famous people. Like, sometimes no. you're just at school with them, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and actors love remaining friends with their besties from high school because it's like, oh, you know, it's this so real. It's, it's, so it's real. grounded. It's connection to normalcy. Yes, I will be the godfather of your baby. Do you know what their kids' names are? It's like. Yeah, I just saw. Ugh. Ezra Billy White and Dolores Wild White. 
They met each other when they were 17. They both starred in the 2008 movie After School. And they were friends for years before they started dating. So it's funny because like now he's a heartthrob or whatever all of a sudden. But he's mm-hmm. literally been married to a girl he met when he was 17 for years. It's like very like deeply monogamous and kind of boring. Deeply. <laughs> deeply. And then the entire internet is sharing like the same thirsty photo over and over and over again, suddenly. And it's like, wait, why do I kind of recognize this? Because he's been famous-ish for so long that like, even if you've never seen The Bear or Shameless, you're like, that's a guy. That's a who. Why yeah, am I intrigued suddenly? It is, but it is one of those things where when he shows up, people are like, oh. But it like, the idea of being on a show for 10 years really can prevent you from being a breakout, a show that's on Showtime for 10 years. Like that. I mean, tell that to Emmy Rossum. She's right there. I know. I know. And I feel like everybody was like, Emmy Rossum. And then it like, uh, what's it called? Was Everyone? Flop. <laughs> well, you Everyone? know, she married the guy from uh, Mr. Robot. And everyone was like, she oh my did. God, now Emmy Rossum is going to be like, a st- like he's going to put her in Mr. Robot to Robot Hands or whatever. And like, then she was in Angeline and everybody was like, what's that? You know what I mean? Sam Esmail's putting her and leave the world behind. She's going to be the sound. (laughs) (laughs) The unknowable, unhearable sound. The unknowable, unhearable sound. (laughs) (laughs) That just like completely destroys your life. Uh, (laughs) Wow, that's a good metaphor (laughs) for marriage. The sound. (laughs) The sound. (laughs) Sorry. Um, okay, so The Bear, that's another show. Like, there are all these shows that it's like, oh, I should watch these shows. And The Bear seems to be one of the ones that I'm actually going to finally watch. And I like, and it is coming back for a second season. It's good. Season, so I'm like, telling you, it's good yeah. to watch it. Speaking of very good, really briefly, because this is a Patreon conversation, I almost always watch Westworld on Sunday. Like, it's like work. I'm angry because we talk about it on the Patreon. I didn't watch it last night. I was like, I can't do it. I just can't do this. I can't do Westworld right now. Apparently, last night's episode was crazy. What? I didn't watch it last night. I know, dying to watch. Okay. I didn't see any spoilers yet, but apparently it's crazy. Oh, my God. Well, you'll have to hear our... You'll have to subscribe to the Patreon to hear what we think about it. Yeah. I mean, I think what really struck me about Carmi was how wrapped up his identity was in being a chef and and what kind of like a a lonely place that could be. And I think, you know, um, I'm a... I'm a, a little bit more mature now. I'm I'm, I'm 31, and, and my life's gotten bigger. But but I, I was familiar with that feeling of being wrapped up, uh, having your identity identity be so wrapped up in your profession. I think like as a younger actor, I was so concerned all the time, and it really seemed like the end of the world, and everything was life or death. And I think for Carmi, that's the way it is. So it was exciting to play a character where the stakes always seem so high because if he fails, I really think he's going to die. Um, I never felt quite that way, but I'm, I'm, I'm familiar, I guess. Yeah. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> when I sleep to... on other beds, what is there I else get to say Is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my made bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different. And that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
I was in Florida this past weekend, and guess what was the talk of the town? Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crops. It'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone photo be a full that's Instagram. on the aura frame. Exactly. With it. comments and everything. It'll just be on, <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes. So it's extra blurry, but you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No, but do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm -hmm. figure, it's a great mother's day gift. Whoever the mother in your life is, you can connect it to your oh, yeah. aura app. And, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting. You got to be careful. Photos you got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it, but you should do it. You be a little bit careful. But <laughs> Aura frames it. are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Speaking of television and speaking of viral tweets that got things to our attention, Matt Berry, the star of What We Do in the Shadows, who's an English actor who's been in a million comedies, was written about by E, but they couldn't quite figure out how to tell the story succinctly. And this is a Zach Silberberg tweet. Christ, delete this headline, my God, because the headline was why child actors were warned about Matt Berry on the set of What We Do in the Shadows. But the story e is not anything about chaos. abuse. No, the well, and also, even if it was, that would not be the headline. That While wouldn't be the headline, actors right? Were warned about Matt Berry on the set of What We Do in the. Also, the show is called What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, like, it's everything not... about it is a nightmare. <laughs> Please, and then and then E was like wrote that headline. The, the actual the actual context, the piece of the story, which it's like he swears a which lot. Nobody's clicking on is that he swears. Oh, am I going to yes. swear in front of kids? Who fucking cares? But then right. what happens is that the headline goes through like a few changes to try and get better. Version two gets even more crazy. <laughs> Why what we do in the shadows, Matt Berry was nervous he'd get him in trouble on set. Okay, V2, not even English. V2 <laughs> needs V2 needs a grammar overhaul. V3 finally works, but V3 finally, even when you get to the point of the headline that is correctly written and properly tells this story it's still a little confusing and not all that interesting which makes What's you v3? think well why did read, i even publish this why v3. what we do in the shadows is matt barry was nervous he'd get himself in trouble on set okay we have a lot of things going on we have what we do in the shadows is being a thing oh, and then we, we also have no just the idea you're making it um oh. possessive <laughs> yes what we do in the shadows is but then even the deck even the deck has to try to like do some work. They, the deck really didn't change throughout all of this, but it says, what we do in what the shadows star Matt Barry was concerned about working with the group of child actors on set for season four because of because his dirty of his mouth. Because of his dirty mouth. I still don't like that. No. Also, it's just like not, I know this all came from an interview that they did with him and it's like, we need to promote this show. This is like a funny anecdote. This is like the one anecdote that we can pull out of this and like aggregate. But once you started writing the headline, you should have realized we have to abandon ship. You know, this, this, isn't, this isn't gonna work. Child actors were warned about Matt Berry on the we do in the shadows. Stay away from that guy. He swears a lot. He has a very um, you know him. He has that very like booming voice. Yeah. That like comically booming voice. Am I devious? Yes, I think I am. But as the old saying goes, I didn't come here to make friends. Well, that's bullshit. That's exactly what I came here to do. I think swearing is funny, so I wouldn't I wouldn't say children stay away from it. They're professionals. Come on. Yeah. They're, exactly. They're working. They're being paid. This headline changes so the V2 the V2 is the V2 being like uh, we're still figuring this out is really <laughs> I fixed funny. It. No, I did it. I fixed it. It's the, it's Why, live. I did it. Shadows, it's okay. Matt Barry was nervous he'd get him in trouble on the set. <laughs> oh my god. Wait. <laughs> we published that? That's not. We got to fix that again. That's just not even I love E-news so much. Here's a headline that is straight to the point. 
easy to understand. This is from newidea.com. <laughs> Princess Eugenie's new life in Portugal. I love that. Exclamation mark. I know. Thank you. New new idea is probably one of the most called out fake tabloids in, mm-hmm. by all the other tabloids or by all the other blogs. They're essentially totally. like new ideas bullshit, but they're saying Princess Eugenie is moving to Portugal because she's sick of the royal family. And their headlines are crazy. So we can write about them because it'll make us outraged or intrigued, even though we're right. pretty sure it's a lie. Right. Um, and then it was uh, aggregated by Celeb Bitchy who said Princess Eugenie moved to Portugal because she's, quote, done with Windsor drama. And then they said, eh, it's new ideas, so who knows if this is even true. <laughs> <laughs> I well, love this I love this I'm... insider. It's um they're all done with the dramas going on in Buckingham Palace right now. This source says they're done with all the dramas going on in Buckingham Palace right now. Eugenie wants to focus on August, uh, the kid, and hopefully having another baby. With all the stresses of lawsuits and the gloom that's come over the family as the queen helps continue to waver, she wants to focus on her new family, blah, 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 and moving to Portugal is the right thing for them. Then it says, Eugenie needs this. She's had a really tough time with all the problems back home, but seeing her father systemically turn into a disgraced walking punchline has devastated her. It's like, they're always talking about Prince Andrew and how terrible he is, but like... It's always in vague terms. It's like the source says that they're upset by it. It's like we haven't seen Princess Eugenie actually be upset by it, have we? I mean, they don't really show emotion they don't publicly talk about it. or right. do anything or talk about it. So it all has to be through tabloids. Like there's no there's no route other than tabloids for this news to come out. So that's kind of maybe the issue. Right. It's like we're never going to actually hear from Princess Eugenie about what she thinks of her father, you know? Right. But it's clearly she's not idea. like thrilled with him. I don't know. I just thought the headline was funny and like the the story. And then I was reading People, speaking of royals, just while we're on the topic of royals, I was reading People and the number two most shared. Oh, no, not even just the number two in the don't miss category, which I don't even know what that means is Princess Charlene and Prince Albert are proud parents as their children graduate from sailing camp. That's too royal. That's too royal. People, like, do you need... J-Lo and Ben Affleck got married, and you're... Po- like, we you, we gave it to you. You have it. That's it. <laughs> I you're mean, posting- I'd, rather see peop- I'd rather see people write about Matt Berry swearing in front of children <laughs> than... The Prince and Princess of Monaco, which is about the size of the tiny room that I'm in right now, their kids graduating from sailing camp. <laughs> Monaco's like barely real. Sorry, On no offense. On Friday, Monaco's <laughs> crowned Prince Jacques and Princess Gabriella graduated from Sea Adventure Summer Camp, a week-long sailing appreciation program organized by the Principality's Yacht Club. What? <laughs> this what? really is like... I know our job is Wait. like to point out that there's always a celebrity story, but this is the most slow news day thing I've seen in a long time. The Harborside ceremonies brought out both parents who watched the twins, seven, receive medals commemorating their completion of the program. And then they point out that Charlene was a swimmer in the Olympics and Albert did something. Bobsled. Oh, God. So- He's a bobsled who's now... Back uh, in the day, I feel like, um, why doesn't our royalty have to compete in the Olympics anymore? We don't have much of them. Okay. They did They did some athletic stuff. Like Harry did... Didn't they do some stuff? Harry does polo. William sure, does. not in the Olympics. There was another surprise attendee. Daisy Duck. This is like me writing a tabloid story as a joke about a friend's kid's birthday party, you know, like as a gift. The Disney cartoon character is a favorite of Princess Gabriella, she's seven. And the t-shirt on Friday bearing the character's face is at least the second time she's chosen to make that fashion statement. People said she's worn this shirt before. People said we've seen her in this shirt before. She loves her. How much money do these royals actually have? She's wearing her Daisy Duke shirt twice. Daisy Duke. Daisy Duck shirt twice. (laughs) Daisy Duke. In May 2021, Bella, that's her nickname, Gabriella, Gabriella, Bella, elected to wear a jean shirt outfit with Daisy on it to the E-Prix award I can't, ceremony. I can't pre, deal with these, E-Pri, with these children E-Pri. being seven. I can't, I can't deal, deal with, with these, these them writing seven. about these children as if they're not seven years old. <laughs> Seven-year-olds from Monaco have no business. Seven-year-old royals from Monaco have no business being an American people. I'm sorry. Get them out of there. Get, Get them, them out, of, out there. of there. Who's reading this aside from us? <laughs> Who cares about Princess Charlene? No God, one's even people, going to Monaco. Like, people who cares? Doing like a, 
the like management of people doing like a weekly rundown of like the top and lowest performing stories this was definitely the bottom one this like, was definitely the bottom one like prince Char- princess charlene's seven-year-old twins graduated from sailing camp that didn't do big numbers but you know what i think i think the reason that they think it's okay is because people are going to click on those words royal words because they're going to assume that it's royals that they know and then they get halfway to this article and they're like wait where am i I'm in Monaco. These children are seven. They learned how to sail. What am I doing here? You know, like, I think they think that it involves, you know, Megan, Harry, Kate. You know what number three on the don't miss list was, which even is even less appealing than this? What is it? Jamie Chung shares photos of Brian Husband Greenberg recovering in hospital after appendicitis. Husband Brian Greenberg. (laughs) That's like who's on who's. She's also next on this list because she did a 25 things you don't know about me. Quote, I can change a diaper in under five seconds. This will be quick, but I did want to segue into that. Her 25 things is I can change a diaper in 20. That's the headline. And then mm-hmm. the number that a, that a connects that cracked me up. Number seven. My secret talent is I can change a diaper in under five seconds. We use Huggy special delivery diapers because they are soft and proven to be hypoallergenic. I'm sorry. That's like me trying to not pretend like I'm selling a product, but that I just say proven to be hyperallergenic. Like I just fell. She just fell into the copy. <laughs> she just crash slammed into the copy. Right. Here's another headline from In Touch, June twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. Jamie Chung attends Huggy's first ever baby academy event for puppies. You wonder why it's the first ever? Because what the hell is this? First ever Baby Academy event for puppies. Jamie Chung, actress and mom to twin babies and one fur baby, connected with expecting parrots at Huggies First Ever Baby Academy for Pups in New York City, sponsored content with Huggies. Wait, Baby she's Academy a, for Puppies? She's a Huggy Spawn. She's a Huggy Spawn girl. Baby Academy for Puppies? What are we doing there? Puppy prep courses that help puppies get along with, with babies, babies. I think. Okay. Interesting. So you can have your fur baby and your human baby. I gotta say that. Oh, I don't. I hate if there was, fur baby. If there was a failure rate on that, it would be devastating. <laughs> God, all these photos Dangerous. say courtesy of hug huggies, and I feel like this is so uh, uncourteous. Actually, <laughs> like I, this is this is not something I want to see. But there's Jamie Chung holding unless her you're bags putting, of special delivery huggies. Unless you're putting a diaper on a dog, I don't want to see this. Unless you are out here putting a diaper on a dog, I don't want to see it. Put the huggy on the dog, and then come to me. When you want to sell this diaper to me. Do you know what I mean? I Do mean, something really crazy. Don't don't will that into existence because it's going to happen. And then we're going to have to talk about it on the show. Hi, my name is Jamie Chung. I play Chelsea. I'm on the set of the Princess Protection Program. And my advice to young girls today is be yourself. You know? Don't try to be like someone else or a girl in the hills or someone you see on TV. Be yourself. You're beautiful. And don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. And for something you want to do, go after it. Life is too short, and don't take it so seriously. You know, if you're having boy dramas or drama with girlfriends, you know, let it go. There's so much more drama ahead of you. Why waste these years worrying about that kind of stuff? Just have fun and enjoy. Wait, I'm popping down for a second because there was another sponsored event that made me laugh. We'll come back to Brooklyn Beckham in one second. Oh, okay. okay. Because you just said baby baby doggy tuggies, whatever, and it reminded mm-hmm. me that Pixie Lott performed live at the launch of Hagen Doss's ice cream van. I'm not done. Pixie Lott and Woody Cook take to the Hagen Doss decks on top of their ice cream van of ice cream vans at Box Park Shoreditch. <laughs> Sorry, that's from Getty. Getty's really trying to get everything in. That's not even a headline. They're just trying to get the words in. But Pixie Lott, who is a musician, was joined by uh, the the son of Fat Boy Slim. Woody Cock, <laughs> whose name is Woody Cock. We've talked about him. His name is Woody yeah. Cock, by the way. Um, and they performed on a DJ booth that is made out of a Haagen-Dazs um, pint. The like top opens pint, up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's on top of a of an ice cream van that serves ice cream with, like, ice cream coming out of it. It has, like, a dis- – there's a, there's a cone that has a scoop of disco ball on it. Yeah. The, the lid of the pint – DJ booth is sort of this like acoustic thingy so that it like I don't know it has that like acoustic leveling you know in the back they had to DJ from the inside of an ice cream pint on the top mm-hmm. of an ice cream truck I bet it paid well it better it paid well because those 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 pints are expensive and I've never seen embarrassing. I see I've seen few less fortunate ats than Haagen-Dazs official UK 
handle, which is at Hagendaz UK, which is just <laughs> I will never spell that correctly in my entire life. Hot Hagendukes. Like it is it doesn't, it totally changes. Hagendaz UK. <laughs> just put like British ice cream. <laughs> at British ice cream with the umlaut. I just can't get over this DJing from the from the inside of a pint on a truck. And, the, and it looks like no one's there. Not to be... I have to say, like, when you have an event like this that looks kind of embarrassing, you need to prove that people came. Like, Getty, I know Getty's not going to want to take photos of just random people who are at the event. They want pictures of the celebrities. But give me one photo of everybody who attended, just so that I can see that people were I, there. I disagree. I think all you need is are the photos. I think you could do this in a, but how a, are we supposed an abandoned to know? lot. Because it's not about knowing. It's about this company showing off that they did this thing it doesn't matter i like, just feel like if i was the celebrity that was being paid to do this i would say can you take a photo of the people who are here please if anybody was there i'd be like just take one photo that people came that it i worry that the people who are there are probably looking so confused and it will just make everything look worse they're like why is the son of legendary norman fatboy slim djing from a the inside of an ice cream pint you and i would be photographed here and you would be in the middle of like a burst of laughter and it would just look rude <laughs> know what i would be i'd be at the truck i'd be at the truck getting ice cream i'd be like who's doing what i'm just trying to get some free ice cream i'll be up i'll be on my way pixie who is that fat boy slim son <laughs> i heard there was some free at british ice cream here at hagandazuke <laughs> Ooh, hagandazuke <laughs> yum basically i was using the magnum dipping bar well, you know, on Magnum, we, we're all about pleasure seekers, and uh, Pixie absolutely embodies that, you know, whether it be her style, her music, or just her, the way she lives her life. I thought it was sort of like a little ice cream vibe because of the pastel colours, but I've spilled a little bit of chocolate on the, on the side, so I got a bit messy over the dipping Lindsay, um, I know you went to a bachelorette party over I the weekend. Did. You didn't tell me you went to Sarah Highlands <laughs> because... Or did your friend and Sarah Highland have their bachelorette party at the same time? The custom bridesmaid bathing suit uh, didn't quite fit me correctly, so there's no photos of me in this. <laughs> I said, don't take my picture. <laughs> Vanessa no. Hudgens and Sarah Highland slip into their custom swimsuits while celebrating Sarah's bachelorette party in Punta Mita, Mexico. I cannot believe the custom, the custom, the custom, the custom bathing suits. I've never, I've never seen this. Bridesmaid. Imagine, then what do you do with that? You have to wear that again? You wear that again out of context? Never again, I'm wearing Never that. again. She's Never not wearing again. that bathing suit ever again. Bridesmaid. Imagine just going to the beach in a bathing suit as a bridesmaid. No, it's single-use waist. But I mean, by brides, bachelorette parties and bachelor parties are like all, all about single-use waist. Okay, you know? I got like, a gorgeous water bottle with my name on it. So, no, I will be using that again. Was it shaped like a dick, Lindsay? <laughs> no, it was like Love Island style. I'm going to use it. It was beautiful. Oh, one of those. Okay, I've seen those. I've seen was those. Was it shaped like a dick? Well, you know, it's yeah. like, you're and like, I, was, got a very, I, I got a beautiful necklace. I got a beautiful reusable straw. I, I got a beautiful lollipop. <laughs> what I would not be using is a bridesmaid one piece. I get for the bride to wear a bride bathing suit. But to make your bridesmaids wear one pieces that say bridesmaid on them. <laughs> also, if the bride is wearing an identifying like uniform. All the other women are the bridesmaids. <laughs> it's understood that the people around her are the bridesmaids. You know, like we don't need you to tell us that. It's extra information. You know, it's redundant. Exactly. Exactly. Like if I had run into you and the girlies where y'all were having the bachelorette party. I wish and, you did. And I saw the bride sitting there in a bride veil and a bride shirt and a bride like sunglasses and a bride hat and I saw all of her friends around her at their table I wouldn't go I wonder what's going on there who are they <laughs> I wonder what they're doing <laughs> is this a family reunion what's this are you all sisters you co-workers the bride-to-be rang in her bachelorette party alongside <laughs> pals Vanessa Hungins Gigi McGree who Gigi I McGree Ugh, Sierra Robinson and more. Love you, Soul Sister McGree33 commented on Highland's Instagram post. Sarah Highland has been getting married for like five years now. I know. She's marrying a former bachelor, right? That's the thing. Yeah, Wells. she's marrying Wells. And she's hosting Love Island US and he hosted Bachelor in Paradise or like kind of hosted. It was like a whatever. He was the bartender on Bachelor in Paradise. And I feel like now they have these like matching career things. Okay, ladies, you are about to couple up for the first time. The boys will enter the villa one by one, and I will ask you to step forward if you are attracted to them. 
The boys will then choose who they want to couple up with. So, shall we meet our first boy? Which is weird, because he's kind of dragging her down. But she's making residu- residuals off Modern Family until she dies, you know? Oh, she's fine. She's on one of the biggest comedies of all time. Like, right? she's okay. Yeah. yeah. And she's also, like, totally, like, I don't think anyone has any problems with. There's not, like, a weird, there's not the weird tabloid stuff with her that there are with a lot of the other Modern Family people. No, like, know? people let her grow up somehow and, yeah. like, let her it's be a, a real It's a little person. unfair. It Honestly, it's a little unfair. It is a little unfair. It's weird that she got a pass that, like, a lot of the other people didn't, but whatever. Right. And I also think that she's, like, vaguely known as being funny. Like, she has kind of a sense of humor that I don't think any of them have. She's able to project a sense of humor. Yeah, she projects a sense of humor. There we go. Her and she Wells projects have, a sense of humor. Have are a likable couple, is what I'm saying. I think marrying a bachelor contestant when you are not in the bachelor universe, bachelor nation, is like funny. Is like That's actually funny. quite funny. That's funny. That's you know? true. And also funny that a bachelor guy was like, "Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll marry any of these bachelor contestants," but then just married a, rich, a famous person. Like just like was like I essentially got famous from the bachelor and met a famous person and marrying them instead. Uh, with this, are you cool now? With uh, I don't want to say your fame, but are you cool now with your place in the world being a part of this bachelor world? Uh, yeah, I think I struggled with it at first yeah. because there was a certain level of like recognizability. And now when you like walk through an airport, people are like, oh, that's that guy that did that thing on that show that yeah. one time. The reality star is set for even more of those moments now. He's officially dating Modern Family Sarah Hyland after their Halloween costumes outed them. So she came out to Nashville for a Halloween party yeah. that my friend Brandy Cyrus put, uh, put on. And we took that picture where I was 11 and she was Dustin from Stranger Things. And then it was right. like, oh, wait, you guys know each other? Like, what's going on It just on happened? Yeah. Yeah, it was just, yeah, like, <laughs> why was she in Nashville at this party? And I think that was the time when it was just like, well, because um, here's the thing. I think we didn't want that to be known for a while. Yeah. But the picture was so freaking good right. that we had to show the world. <laughs> the last thing that I wanted to mention about the Sarah Highland and um, Vanessa Hudgens trip was I'm going to reread the sentence that you just read because it is so funny because this is a bachelorette party, right? There are a lot of people there. We've seen the photos. There are a lot of people. There are like at least a dozen, one, two, uh, maybe just about a dozen, about a a dozen people, right? Yeah. And the only people that are mentioned in this one sentence, the way that, the way that we downgrade so quickly, we plummet to the, to the, to the ocean floor, right? Like this is just falling faster than like gravity, right? The bride-to-be ring in her bachelorette party alongside pals Vanessa Hudgens, Gigi McGree, we're going like, and then Sierra Robinson is the last one, and then they go straight to Anne Moore. They're like, we're out of even remotely recognizable names. We have to stop here. I mean, you know? I am looking. Where are her co-stars? Where? It, why wasn't... Um, no I'm one sorry, else here is famous. Justin Mitka wasn't invited to this? You're telling me Justin Mitka didn't come? Isn't that interesting? No Ariel Winter? No surprise, no surprise appearance by... Uh, Sofia Vergara, no surprise. Oh my god, that would have by... been fun. She would have been so fun on this trip. Are you kidding? Maybe that's why we get the feeling that Sarah Highland is like a fun girly because she doesn't keep in touch with her modern family she, co-stars. Because she's like friends with them, but not friends with them. You know what I mean? Exactly. Instead, she's friends with Gigi McGree, who seems pretty fun, honestly. <laughs> I'd be friends with Gigi McGree. More relationships. More Anything relationships. Uh, this Emrata's is, this breaking is up actually... with her shitty husband. We love to. This see is it. Dep- we. I love to see it, but it. It's just sort of like. I didn't have to know Sebastian Bear McLaren to know that he was a dirtbag, you know? Well, I mean, his, like, origin story screamed dirtbag. But I thought he was exactly. kind of one of those, like, re- you know, retired dirtbags. But he's not. A source told Page Six that, yeah, he cheated. He's a serial cheater. It's gross. He's a dog. It's, we haven't seen a quote, he's a dog, in a while. No. We also haven't had official confirmation that they are divorcing. Don't forget they have a baby together. Don't forget she wrote that, like, um, very revealing memoir recently. So she's been in the news a lot. But she has stopped wearing her wedding ring. So that's all we have. I do think that a source that says he's a serial cheater, he's a dog, is like pretty direct and seems like not made up. You know what I mean? Here's something we cut from last week because it was so boring, but we can do it in like two sentences. I'm literally, if I fall asleep, by you got to do it before I fall asleep. Ready? This is like, it's like a game. Start now. People exclusive. Tark and Heather Rael Musa are having a baby. Quote, we weren't expecting this. Who wasn't expecting this? All we were. I, say I was. Everyone was expecting this. Everyone yeah. was expecting this. I understand that this is this goes into larger like fertility issues, but we all know that you wanted to have a baby with this person. These two were going to get pregnant immediately. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. All right. I'm asleep. Moving on. This is so 
funny and perfect for Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell made the red carpet debut with her new girlfriend. Rosie O'Donnell is as prolific as Nick Cannon. That's if people <laughs> were really talking, they would say Rosie O'Donnell has had so many different wives and girlfriends. It's amazing. <laughs> Truly. So Rosie O'Donnell's new girlfriend is Amy Hauer. And when you see her, she has like a very like interesting haircut, a lot of very like loud, interesting makeup. And I was like, who is she? Like, I've never I've never seen this person before. I would have seen this person before. She's very identifiable. But <laughs> she's a have. massage therapist. She's like not a famous person. Rosie O'Donnell is dating what seems to be a normie Rosie named O'Donnell Amy. Loves to date normies. Didn't she date a cop once? Like she loves to date normies. That's true. Rosie O'Donnell's like dating like normie women across all over the country. And it's sort of like I was like, I wonder how they met. And then I saw that she's a massage therapist, and I was like, Well, I guess she gave her a massage, and that's in how Spok- they met. In like, Spokane, Washington, also. That's definitely how they met. She gave her a massage and was like, I like you. I like you. Or whatever. Massage therapist, director of Wheel Sport Ladies, hashtag Wheel Sport Ladies, crafty, queer, she does her. Heart, 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 all rainbow. Amy Howard. Her Instagram bio says, gay, 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 lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) Great. That's perfect for Rosie. I love that. That's exactly what Rosie needs. Gay, 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 lesbian. Yeah, that's a lot of nice stuff. Oh, and Janet Um, Kramer has a new man. It's her dog. (laughs) It's like you don't get to... She did the joke wrong. Okay, you guys want to meet the new man in my life? The One Tree Hill alum 38 asked her TikTok followers on Friday, July 15th, video before revealing her new canine companion to to the camera. Leo, you're home, baby. You make the joke by saying, like, want to meet the new sweetie in my life or something? Like... Man is distinctly human. <laughs> Calling a dog man is weird. <laughs> Kramer, who captioned her video, new man alert. It's a dog. It's a dog. Right. It shouldn't be man. It should be, you want to meet the new cutie pie? You want to meet the male? And, well, that's that's clunky. You want to meet the new male? In my, if you want to do this, say new male alert. <laughs> <laughs> male alert. New male alert. There's a new male in my life. It's a dog. Who's male? Yeah. Lava poo. Sorry. Also, it's a puppy. It's a puppy. It's not even a grown dog. New man alert. Hashtag four. Hashtag four you page. Hashtag four you page. Hashtag puppy. Hashtag puppy love. Or she could say, I'm in love again. I'm in love again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a dog. Right. Yeah, of course. Of course. You don't need to say like. Jana, come to us. Us, not Us Weekly. Us, me and Bobby. (laughs) We'll help. We'll write headlines. We'll write Instagram captions. We will write whatever you need. All right, and speaking of us, let's talk about Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? I can't believe that Rita Ora is now having to do press with Jack Black for Kung Fu Panda, the Dragon Knight. (laughs) It's incredible. It's incredible. It's like Rita Ora doing press for Kung Fu Panda is not what I had on my bingo. And I feel like I really could get what I I thought I could really guess what she was going to be up to. You know, we should make Rita predictions at the end of every year, like at the Who Me's, you know. We'll like never be, we will literally never be right. I know, it's true, it's true, it's true. Uh, Collider said, Rita, I know you haven't acted as much as Jack, but I'm still going to ask the question for both of you. If someone had actually never seen anything you've acted in before, what's the first thing you'd want them to watch and why? And Rita Ora She said, says my music videos. <laughs> what? She says my music videos. Babe. She says I'd love for them to start with my music videos because I think with my music videos, you get a sense of my presence first on camera and also my communication with others. No, babe, that just means there's more of them and that's what you do because you don't really act. Babe, how? She should have said. But Detective Pikachu is right there. Exactly. She should have said Detective Pikachu for sure. She's good in it. She blows up. She's literally a scientist. She's a scientist who blows up. It's great. It would be weird if she said, I'd want them to watch Detective Pokemon Pikachu. Like, it is the reason weird she to say said that, music videos. The reason she said music There's videos is else. because all the other answers are Wonderwell weird. Wonderwell isn't like out. 50 Shades of Grey. Wonderwell doesn't exist. It's in, like, a tomb somewhere, you know? Pikachu is, like, weird. You're right. What else is there? It's Twist is videos. awful. I would say the part of the music video where she's writhing around in the eggs, I think I would show that. Oh, yeah. You know, where the, all those cracked eggs on the floor and she's, like, in them? That would be, I'd show that one. I would just say big. I think the big video is so good. 
Rita Ora reacts to Taika Waititi engagement rumors. Exclusive extra TV got her to say. As for the engagement rumors, Ora called it a little cheeky <laughs> without giving the rumors too much attention. She said, I am very happy. I'll tell you that. Are you wedding planning? That's oh, very man. cheeky, you little cheeky Katie. Well, I am very happy. I'll tell you that. I really love that we get a little like climate crisis mixed in with this Daily Mail headline. Sun-soaked Rita Ora nails summer chic and navy blue mini dress as she steps out to a recording studio during London's heat wave. I know. It's like <laughs> I'm literally trying to read my celebrity news. I don't need to hear about London's heat wave. It's stressing me out already. Yeah. You know, like get that out of my Daily Mail news. She's like covered in sun. She is basking. The sun is out, though. It's too they hot. are right about that. It's too hot there. They are right about that. It's, it's too, too hot, hot there. Here. And oh apparently they don't even have air conditioning there. And their I houses know. are built to main, uh, main, uh, maintain warmth. Lindsay, I'm familiar with the problems of uh, of climate change. I'm just worried. I can't I'm, think about it. I can't um, think about no, it. No, but I just in London, I'm just worried about London. I just feel like it's too hot there. Ugh. Awful. Anyway, <laughs> we're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, Who's There? Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our read a theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for, for researching, researching and, editorializing. and editorializing. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, and more. Also, you can sign hey, up. Hey, check us out in Apple you can, Spotlight. Oh, shout out to the Apple Spotlight. You can also subscribe to our bonus episodes on Apple now. Yeah, if you want to. It's just easier. It just It's just the episodes. But hey, that's most of it. And what else? Oh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts while you're there. We love to be a spotlight. We love our art. Pre-order my novel on uh, wherever you get books. That's great. The Old Place by Bobby Finger. And um, again, wherever you get books, 619-WHO-THEM. Leave questions, comments, and concerns. We'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will say that. to be famous.